WGY-FM HD2 Albany, W240-EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It has been a whirlwind weekend for myself. You know, Thursday right after the show, flew down to Orlando, hung out with my friend Mike Corda and and, and the and the family members that I've uh, I've made over the over the last couple of years. Uh, Darius Prince, Dwayne Hollis, Nick Haig, Brandon Cisse, just to name a few. Got to see all the Empire guys. Well, there's very few left from Week One when I was still part of the Empire. <laughs> Um, but it was it was a pretty amazing trip. It was a whirlwind trip. Somehow I'm jet lagged and I didn't leave the time zone. I don't know how that works, guys. I don't know if that's the science of that, but we're happy to have you back. <laughs> I thought you might have stuck around to Orlando for a little bit longer. It seemed like a really good time you were having. The weather's wonderful. Well, 68-24, uh, Predators over the Empire. And listen, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I didn't have some mixed emotions. I did. I do feel uh, like the Empire brand is very close to me. It's very important to me. And, like, I saw a lot of people be like, oh, heel turn, all oh, the Vax gone evil, a traitor, whatever. No, 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 no. Please don't get it twisted. This is one of those situations where, you know, my loyalty is to people over laundry, and the laundry has been soiled by the clown in charge of the Empire. Okay, and it becomes more and more every time I try to like dull it back a little bit, my my disgust over this person and what he's doing to a, a once great franchise, a once great town as far as arena football went. He just keeps going. He just he just lowers his own personal bar. And that's our boy, Tony, Tony Brown. What a joke. What an absolute joke. Um, I don't know what, what the bigger loss for Tony was this weekend, the. 68-24, drubbing from a bunch of guys that he called complacent. Or a podcast coming out featuring former Empire quarterback, current Jacksonville Sharks quarterback, Sam Castronova, in which Sam recounts the entire drama that he and his fellow players went through that has been quoted in Steelers Nation, has been quoted in Barstool, has been quoted everywhere. Sam just breaking down the bus trip from hell, the being locked out of their rooms, uh, you know, the, the joking, the nonsense, and the, the way he was handled and all the other players. Like, both, not a good weekend for Antonio Brown. Not a good weekend for him at all. Not a good weekend for Antonio Brown. And unfortunately, I know Empire fans don't want to hear this. It's a bad weekend for everybody and Capital Region sports fans because, like, Antonio Brown... Some people wondered, like, is there any hope? You're playing Orlando, one of the worst teams in the league. Maybe this is the time where it gets fixed. Orlando struggling. If the Empire want to turn the season around, you could pinpoint this game and say, okay, you beat Orlando, you're back in playoff contention, you get back home where allegedly the Firebirds are going to be honored, allegedly Antonio Brown's going to take the field. This could have been one of these games where – all the negativity surrounding the team at least could have slowed down, stopped. It was the complete opposite. It was just a nasty, dirty game. 
if you're an Empire fan, even if you're the most diehard Empire fan, aren't you looking at that game and you're like, it's tough to root for this team. Cheap shots during the game, getting smoked, not playing with class. At least if you're going to get your butt kicked, at least don't take cheap shots on the other team. Everything about that game screamed out what the season's been for the Empire. A complete 180 of what we saw from the Empire squad last season. And I'm disappointed for Capital Region Sports Fan because there was a little bit of hope left in this matchup. And that hope was destroyed fast when Orlando took off. I don't I don't know how to say this without sounding mean, but I'm not trying to sound mean. I don't know how anybody can look at those two rosters and think the Empire had a chance. Because here's the deal. Orlando has the better players. They just they just do, and you know that because you used to cheer for a lot of those players when they wore blue and ores, now they're wearing black and red. Like, they just have the better players. Jonathan Bain, second game as quarterback for the Predators, it wasn't going to be close. Like, there was... I didn't realize it. I didn't think it would be as as bad as one-sided as it was. I thought there would be some, like, like with all the talk from uh, wide receiver Fabian Guerra there for the and, and Kerry Starks, dirtiest player in the game, with all that talk, I thought they would play decent, but it was twenty-five nothing in the first quarter. There was um, one of the one of the chat groups on Facebook. Somebody pointed out that Barnes, the kicker for Orlando, was beating the Empire personally seven to zero with deuces and extra points. So, like, I'm not there. There is nothing. There was nothing that had happened for the Empire that led me to believe they had the positive momentum enough to beat a far more talented team in Orlando that was still, you know, still figuring out, still getting to know each other. You know, with Bain coming in two weeks ago, that just wasn't possible. Uh, The 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 plus side is sometimes the only way to teach somebody they're wrong is to beat them and to beat them bad. And you got to hope that this is the kind of embarrassing loss that forces Antonio Brown and his crew, whoever's left in it, to bring in people who know how to run a football team and leave them the hell alone. Because that's the number one thing. He's continued to bring people in, and then he chases them out. You know, like like Mo Leggett, as a rookie head coach, there wasn't a lot that he could do in that game to make it better. There really wasn't, because they did have travel issues, and and there were there was um, there was a miscommunication that is turning into a, a huge league thing, and like like it's insane how that whole thing is going down. But there was a lot, there's a lot of animosity between the ownership groups and and things of that nature. Motlegge was put in a no-win situation, and I think he, you know, talking to him before the game, he put the best possible face and spin on it he could for his guys because he cares about his players. So I think if he's given a chance to continue to coach, he will be a very good coach one day. I think he's more of a GM kind of guy in his own mind. I think he would love to be the guy putting the teams together and, and making sure. I think what happens is sometimes, and guys, you've probably seen this, especially with our old, our old company, there's times when the people who above you who do the things that you need to do your job, when they do such a bad job, you're like, well, you know what? I need to do that job. So whoever's sitting in my seat has a chance to succeed because the people doing that job above me suck. And I think he was kind of in that position. He would never say that. He's too professional. But he was in a position where he's sitting there going, 
I need this, I need this, I need this. And he had half of those things. And it's like, from a guy who's who's failed a lot doing that job above, I can see how frustrating it is for him. But I know like when, when I would fail, I could fall back on Mike Corda. I could fall back on, on Matt Woods. I could I could reach out to Nate Starling, who's one of the you know owners of the Orlando Predators. I could reach out to people who've been doing it longer, and they would help me. These guys aren't reaching out. These guys are just failing for, and, and then blaming. It's fail and blame, fail and blame. So you got a guy like Mo Leggett, who is now your head coach, who's trying to do everything he can to give his guys a chance to win, and he's not being given that opportunity. So there was no chance in my mind. Like, if I could have wagered on that game, I would have laid heavy points on on the Orlando Predators. And don't get it twisted, that score could have been a lot worse. For Capital Region sports fans, at WOFX980 on Twitter, our Facebook's always open. If you're listening on the iHeart app, you got that microphone button. You can always let your opinion be known. You can always call us on the Elevation 10,000 phone line at 518-690-0980, 518-690-0980. I bring that up because you can bring two things to sports fans. Two things. LeVac, we've said it a ton talking, you and I, sports. Two things. Wins or hope. Yep. And right now, I don't know which one's lower. Wins. I, you know what? I, I can figure out maybe where they can find a win. Maybe, maybe a team just does a bunch. Of, uh, yes. Hope is lower because the Albany Empire are coming back to MVP Arena this weekend. For whatever percentage of fans decided, okay, I'm coming out to see Antonio Brown play when it was hyped up on social media and everything else, and Antonio Brown never took the field. How many of those fans are coming back? Then, another layer, how many fans thought about coming out, but then they saw the beatdown that Orlando just gave them? How many fans have read and heard and watched what's happened involving the franchise and the organization from the last home game to the upcoming home game and said, I'm out? So I don't know what the attendance is going to be. I would assume low. But if you are hopeful, hopeful that the Albany Empire's future is good, tell me how on the phone line, on social media, on the app, because that was the biggest thing that I've thought about throughout the morning, throughout the weekend, texting you. I feel like you were there. I was there. You were the president. I was broadcasting the games. I'm like, this is back-to-back championship squads. The future looks great. Yep. The athletes are getting marketed the right way. People are starting to show up. People are calling us. Yes. Like, all right, let me let me just do this for you. Towards the end of last season, if, when I was walking off the field, guys would come up to me and be like, hey, if it ever happens where I can get here, get me here. And I'd be like, dude, that's tampering. I can't have this conversation. No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying if I ever get a chance, I want to be here. I just want you to know that. Okay. It was the other way around in Orlando. People were coming up to me and saying, can you get me out of here? That's what was happening. So where's your hope? I would say, listen, you want me to give you a sales pitch for the 17th? Here's your sales pitch for the 17th. That might be the last Empire game. Whoa, 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 whoa. The last Empire game of the season? The the history of the franchise? What is happening that leads you to believe that this has got legs at this point so you're home june 17th he's promised to play he's promised a juneteenth celebration he's promised to honor the firebirds okay he's promised three things that would motivate people to buy tickets tell me what he's done so far that he's promised that he's actually brought to he's well he promised he'd take the empire in a new direction 
He sure as hell is giving you that. Right down the drain. But so this game is at home. You're hosting the Sharks, who are, for my money, the best team in the National Arena League right now. Sam Castronova, who was the MVP of the championship game last year for the Albany Empire, is playing at a level I have not seen him play at yet. I was texting with him over the weekend, and I said, bro, I have never seen you play like this, like, and I've seen you play great. Keep going. Good luck. And we just went back and forth. Sadly, Marco Roscoe, our kicker, who now is the kicker in Jacksonville, it would appear as though he's torn his ACL and, oh. and MCL. Um, maybe PCL. Like, maybe, like he's, his knee is he's probably done for the year, sadly. That being said, Jacksonville is going to beat the daylights out of the Empire. There are, the only teams right now in this league that could hang with Jacksonville are San Antonio and Carolina. And Carolina would still, I would still put them, I'd make them like a 20-point favorite over Carolina. So they're going to beat your, your, your doors off, and that's if you live up to all your promises. You then have to pay for your team to go to San Antonio. That's like a $25,000, $30,000 trip. You're home for Fayetteville. Then you got to pay for your team to go to West Texas. Well, that's even more expensive than San Antonio. So if there's no hope, if you just got drubbed by Jacksonville, are you cutting a check for $20,000, $40,000 to go on travel? No. I I'm I am very if if this team goes to San Antonio and to West Texas and comes back, well then I will believe that Antonio Brown, as much as I hate the way he does it, is gonna do anything he can to succeed. I, I will believe in him then. I do not see a scenario where these dudes get on planes to go to Texas. So that's shocking to me because man, to just give up, to just be done with it, that's how fast this thing is going downhill for the Empire. Let me just focus on this weekend and so I can kind of like build a timeline yep. of what you're talking about here. Yep. So, okay, let's say this weekend it's being hyped that Antonio Brown is going to take the field. Again, it's Monday, so not as right. much hype around it right now leading up to it as it was in the previous home game. But the Eddie Brown picture has been used in the Firebirds and everything else. But I think it's really fair to say that it's far less likely Antonio Brown takes the field because the Empire aren't good right now. So the expectation... They don't have a quarterback right now. They don't have a they quarterback. They cut both quarterbacks. <laughs> so they've cut both quarterbacks, and we think the all-pro wide receiver who didn't play the last time is now more likely to take the field for whatever reason, that he thinks it's going to bring attendance, it's about him, he's already blamed, the social media team's blamed everybody on it. So, yeah, if you didn't think he was going to play last time, I don't think he's playing this time. And if he does, I, that's the biggest shock. So let's say he doesn't play. Okay, now I see what you're talking about because the attendance is going to be bad. You're going to get smashed by Jacksonville. Your team was taking cheap shots in the game in Orlando. You don't have a quarterback right now. And um, the most casual fan or even the most diehard fan didn't know what you just said there about how expensive the trip is. How do you get to Texas? Who's going to fit the bill? Why would you fit the bill? What's the future of the team? That's. Let me ask you this. Is there anything that can happen this weekend? that you would change your confidence in feeling that the Empire will finish the season and at least head to Texas for two of those games. Maybe it's already done. Maybe the Orlando game sealed the deal in the future already. What I would need to hear is that there's a stable front office in place. I need to see him play. I need to see him start living up to the promises. But I don't think that's, I don't think that's in his, his DNA. Like, I don't. And, and I, will, I will say one thing. Um, 
from where I was standing, which was in the end zone, just, just on the other side of the wall, when Kerry Starks delivered that extremely late hit on Jonathan Bain, there were a lot of Predator players who would who turned to the Empire players around them and went, like, you know, it was a WTF moment. Like, what are we doing here? And I will tell you, the majority of those Empire players did not support that hit. Like, that was not like a, that wasn't like a team-sanctioned hit. That was, that was Kerry Starks doing Kerry Starks stuff. And if you don't remember, Kerry Starks is the one who broke um, Mark Orozco's leg last year. He's the one who took Tommy Grady out last year. Like, he's, he's a known cheap shot artist. He has anger issues or something. I don't know what it is. But he's a known cheap shot artist. He's currently suspended while they're investigating it. I've seen stills. That ball is five yards down the field before, before he initiates contact. So that, I, I don't want that to be like the players because a lot of those players, I saw them on the field go, whoa, whoa, we don't condone that. Like, we want to hit you hard. We want to punch you in the mouth during the game between the whistles. That was not on us. So, like, I do want to point that out. I think that's important that the majority of those guys were not – that was not what the players were about. Um, I just I just can't see – I can't see the path, right? So, while we're down there in Orlando, um, I'm getting calls that, like, the front office is flipping over again, that different people are taking over the front office again. Like – and again, this is hearsay for the most part, but consistency is key in a situation like this. So when you're flipping head coaches, when you're the guy who's supposed to be making arrangements doesn't know how to make arrangements, because these trips aren't easy. Again, you got to get 30 plus people to a place. You got to make sure that the meal arrangements are made. You got to make sure the rooming is, is taken care of. All these things need, need to be done before they leave. How they should be done weeks in advance. Like, if I was still in charge of this team, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend I was great at what I did. I had a great support You staff. won executive of the year. You did pretty good. Uh, well, yeah, but you know what? Like, I had the support of Mike Corda. I had the support of Matt Woods. I had the support of a lot of great people around me. So, like, when I would make a mistake, somebody would fix it or help me or at least point it out. I would have my San Antonio trip done right now. Like, the one, like, like while, you know, Jacksonville should be planned. That home game should be planned. Staffed, ready to go. That should be done. All that you're doing on that one is making sure everything's where it belongs. But that San Antonio trip, now you what what isn't done yet needs to be done. You need to be in contact with the hotel in Jacksonville. You need to be in contact with a bus company in Jacksonville. You need to have all these things set up so that when your guys land, or actually when your guys go to get on the plane, it's done. Everything is planned. And you're not blaming anybody because there's no one to blame. I don't there's, know. Like, there's well, no front office. There's only one person to blame. Yeah. It's the one who keeps firing his front office and head coaches. So, like, remember Jim Dolan for the Knicks and the Rangers? The less he does after he puts people in place, the better those teams seem to perform. Our guy's got to learn that. If he wants to do this, he's got to learn that. And he doesn't seem like he has any interest in letting people do their jobs. So, um, I'm very happy for my guys, Darius Prince, Brandon Cisse, Nick Haig, Dwayne Hollis. Very happy for them. Very, very happy for them. They need, I think they needed that win. They, it felt really good. Uh, disgusted by Kerry Starks. Disgusted by him. I've seen people go, oh, it wasn't that bad of a hit. It was late. And a dude is in the hospital. Your phone and my phone has been blown up this entire segment. I do want to get to one because he's, I, I, I hopefully, I believe, a new listener, too. Steve just wrote in, hey, guys, I agree. This is the last game for the Empire, and I'm heartbroken. 
I wanted to spotlight that. I'm going to call that our integrative sleep center social media post of the day because that sums it up. Like someone who listens to the show, someone who cares about Capital Region Sports and finishes a social media post with heartbroken because people supported the team. People went out. It, th- this is far different than losing a game. You know, we're going to come on here a bunch and talk about favorite teams and New York teams losing games in heartbreaking fashion and walk-off hits. This is, I remember what the Empire was two years ago when they won a championship. I remember what they were four years ago when the place was going for a championship, but sometimes the journey is just as fun as the destination. And I remember last year when they went back-to-back. So you have different memories of the Empire. That didn't even seem like the same thing we've ever seen. And it felt like the end of sucker hits, terrible football. You've laid out the business side of it and what happens this weekend and beyond. Yeah. Yep. I, and, and again, I, if he suits up this weekend, I might change my tune. But I don't believe he will. I, 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 I do not believe that, that he will. Uh, it is LeVan Goss. It is Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. We got to talk about baseball, even though I don't want to. Um, I have a question I'd like to pose to Gaz. I think three people had a very tough weekend. I want to see which one he'd rather be. Um, that's all on the way. But right now, I want to tell you about USX Pest Control. Uh, you can schedule your free inspection by going to usxpest.com. Here's what I love about this. If you guys don't know, it doesn't matter how much I like you. I don't always want to talk to anybody. I just like being done with things. <laughs> they came out. Tim did the inspection. Told me what they were going to do. Guy comes out. Make sure that my my non-chemical exclusion package is set. Seals up a couple spots. Puts down what he has to put down. Puts some traps out, whatever. I'm done, baby. Now, once a month, they come out. They check the traps. They check the stuff. They do whatever. They, I've, got, I've got a number to call if something changes. Like if I start seeing insects or rodents. But I'm done. It's all covered. They told me what they're doing. They're doing it. And now I just go about my business. Guy's a little different. Likes his handheld. Wants to talk a little more. That's why you got him coming out again tomorrow, right? That's right. 8 a.m. this week. I need to see exactly what's happening. I have a few questions. But, yes, USX Pest Control is the best this summer. Call them up. Get the inspection done and make sure your home is safe for the rest of the summer and for weeks and months to come. Absolutely. Get it started right now. Get your free inspection. USXPest.com. USX Pest Control. This report is sponsored by Summit Racing. It's over. Your spouse has finally crossed the line. Now it's time to act on that decision you've been putting off. Contact us at the Colwell Law Group to start your divorce or child custody case. Don't go it alone. Do it with the Colwell Law Group. Visit colwell-law.com. Summit Racing wants you to gear up your truck or Jeep for your next off-road camping adventure. With millions of parts in stock, you'll find off-road and outdoor essentials so you can camp confidently and comfortably. Summitracing.com. Everything you need for anything you drive. Based on healthy dogs, smoking 30-year-old female with a 20-year term policy rates may vary. Eligible policies and state planning tools can vary by state. It's a busy life. You have enough to worry about. So here's a great way to check life insurance off your list. It's called Ethos. With the thought of medical exams, forms to fill out, and the cost, it's easy to see why life insurance can fall to the bottom of your to-do list. But at Ethos Life, we've got your back. For about a dollar a day, you could get a quarter million dollars in term life insurance without a medical exam. Just go online, answer a few health questions, and snap! family protected. You could get a quote in seconds, apply in minutes, and be covered in hours. No medical exams, no blood tests, no hassle. Right now, with your purchase of an eligible policy from Ethos, you'll get something else important to your family. Tools to create a legal will. 
a $449 value, yours free. Ethos, the 100% online, hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com. Listen. Joint pain is a thief. No two ways about it. That's football legend Emmett Smith, who knows a thing or two about pain. It steals your joy, your time with family, or doing things you love. It can even steal your livelihood. But QC Kinetics can help put a stop to that. Don't hand everything over to pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, a cutting-edge technology that helps relieve pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, and back using healing properties directly from your own body. It's easy. Get treated in the office and walk right out afterwards. Simple, right? And QC Kinetics' remarkable all-natural treatments deliver long-lasting relief without surgery or long recovery times. Don't let soreness or achiness rob you of doing the things you love. Tell that pain, not today, not ever. You've got QC Kinetics on your side. Call QC Kinetics, 838-900-3360. That's 838-900-3360. 838-900-3360. Tuesday, June 20th is your chance to join the Rivers Casino and Resort team. From 10 to 2 in the event center, walk in with your resume and interview for jobs at security, table games, poker, food and beverage, human resources, marketing, and more. Full-time benefit options include a 401k with match, tuition and fitness reimbursement, plus medical, dental, and vision. And free shuttle service from the local Blue Line stops. It's Rivers Casino and Resort Walk-In Interview Day, Tuesday, June 20th. Visit riverscasino.com backslash careers to learn more. Dr. Rick here. Another sign you're becoming your parents is getting particular about details that don't matter. The craziest thing happened when we got tacos the other day. Was it Wednesday or Thursday we got tacos? I know it wasn't Tuesday because that's when I went to my hairdresser. Shoot, what day was it? See how we all lost interest there? Progressive can't help you from becoming your parents, but we can help you compare rates on home insurance with HomeQuote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Now back to LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 and 980 AM Fox Sports Radio. We went uh, very long there, Levac. Sorry to cut you off. We got a lot of messages. None of those we can share on the air. No, yeah, it's, a lot of a lot of angry Empire fans. Yeesh. But but you know what? The the one thing I will say, the anger is 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 finally driving in the direction it, it needs to be. Like, because there's been people who are mad at me because I'm because t- I'm willing to tell you what's going on. There's people who are mad at you know Mike Quarta because well, he, in the interest of trying to let the team keep playing, he got out of the way. There's people out there who think that Mike got out of the way because Mike's broke. As a guy who just was basically treated to everything I needed in Orlando, Mike ain't broke. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike ain't broke. Mike just wants to win. He wants his guys to have a chance to win. He wants the team to be here long term. And if the best way to do that is to get out of a crazy person's way so he can see he's crazy, well, that's what you're going to have to do. I, I will tell you this. I don't think Mike's done with arena football. So there's hope in the future, friends. Um, would you rather, guys... Would you rather be Adam Hadwin, Bernie the mascot, or John Sterling after this weekend? <laughs> I'm going with door number one. I'm going with Adam the Canadian. Dude, he got smacked. Like, as a matter of fact, the security guard who took him out should be, like, getting called by Antonio Brown in the Empire right now to play, <laughs> to play Mac linebacker. So he goes out to help his buddy celebrate after he wins. He's spraying the champagne. Boom! Take it down. Kidney. That dude is whizzing, whizzing blood. That's happening. Um, Bernie the mascot, 
halftime. They're horsing around a little bit. McGregor comes out. He's going to stage a fight. He hits him in the head. He goes down. He goes to the ER. And then during baseball, as if the Yankees weekend couldn't get worse, that beautiful angel himself, John Sterling, calls a foul ball hitting him. <laughs> Still perfectly called, finished the game. So you choose, you choose to be shoulder tackled to the ground? Yeah, because at least he's a winner in that scenario. At least he can look back and say, this was a positive week for me. Good things happened. Sterling's called, what, 10,000? I don't think that's an over. Sell 10,000? Yeah. Baseball games in his career. He doesn't want to look back on the one he almost got hit in the face with. And the poor Heat mascot getting knocked out by Conor McGregor. I've battled with this one, too. Originally, I'm like, no, you know, like, that's a funny bit they're doing. You know, they're going to post him with, like, a big Band-Aid on his head and a neck brace and played up on social for people. Then ESPN put it out. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, sometimes they get stories wrong, but I don't know why you would fake someone suffering an injury to Conor McGregor. If Conor McGregor had put it out, then he'd be like, okay, he's being funny. But, no, it was serious. McGregor really took him out. I mean, if they talked about it, like, in the arena during it, but Bernie's okay now, like, that would be, that's a bit... I think I would want the Bernie one if people knew it was me. Because well, for the rest of your life, like, yeah, dude, you think you scare me? I think I left from McGregor. What? Please. Whatever. I guess, you know what I mean? Like, the John Sterling one is probably what I would go with simply because as much as that probably hurt and stunk, he's an 83-year-old dude who took a, who took a baseball to the face and kept working. Like, that's just, he's officially the toughest member of the New York Yankees right now. After losing two out of three to the bleeping Red Sox. Why I'm still leaning towards number one for the tackle is the the security guard was at least doing his job. He didn't know, and it's a weird scenario. Everyone was doing their job. Yeah, yeah, but. You asked Connor to promote. He did. The baseball doesn't know it. The baseball's job is to, you know, go bounce around and, and fly. I feel like for the mascot and for John Sterling, the awareness level was a little low. Sternly, I'll give him a little bit of a break because he probably had his focus on the field. He's done hundreds of thousands of pitches. He's got his routine. Well, he's tracking the ball. There you go. He's tracking the he ball. He just didn't think he's... it was going to go where it went. Now for the mascot, I, I want to say you should have a better awareness not to get in the way of the fist of Conor McGregor, but you're asked to do a job there. You know what you signed up for. I don't know if I'm bragging about those two though. Like you mentioned, it'd be cool to say you got KO'd by McGregor. I don't know. If want that i think more people would be volunteering to do that if they wanted to brag about it same with sterling how i got hit in the face with the baseball at least you can brag about winning the canadian open as a canadian yeah he didn't even win it like he he was celebrating with his buddy who won it yeah exactly right you know what i mean like and like the champagne flying and everything else right the security guard keep his job like he probably should get promoted but at the same time it's like bro that's that's a pga member i wish that guy worked at mvp arena oh that would have been great back in game one um (laughs) All right. Well, I mean, obviously, I just don't want to talk about how bad the Yankees are. I mean, it's just the mess of the Yankees. This might be the this might be the worst full New York baseball experience I can remember in a very long time. Not like obviously you can go back and you find stretches of worse play from the teams, but we came into this season, and I say we, and I mean Yankee and Mets fans. We we both came into this season going, "See you in October, son." You know what I mean? Like we both thought we had the squad. That was going to go play in the World Series. And henceforth, not only do we not have the squads that we're going to go play in the World Series, we won't have our two biggest sluggers in the Subway Series that starts tomorrow. Judge and Alonzo, neither one is going to play this week. So it's just like, it's probably, maybe not the worst, most disappointing, 
Yes. You know what? You can you can still put worse there. When you get all the hype around the big games and the big matchups and you want to see these teams competing, we should be sitting here talking in mid-June about is the Subway Series possible? Can the Yankees and Mets really play each other in the World Series? How does it happen? What matchups do you want? Who could be the MVP and a Cy Young Award winner? All that stuff was realistically on the table this season. But the Mets have looked so awful against Atlanta, pretty bad against Toronto, and now the Yankees. The Mets didn't even look good against Pittsburgh. No, no, they didn't even look good against Pittsburgh in more recent series, right? As for the Yankees, they had their opportunity last night. It was right there. It's a really good game. You just can't come through and it yeah, mattered the most. But let's not forget, you could make the argument that the Yankees could have been blanked if it wasn't for these your favorite story, the bigger bags, the second base being bigger, which caused a very weird play, a weird hop. Like it's it was so and like today, everywhere I go, Red Sox fans having a blast. I'm like, I listen. At least you guys knew you were gonna stink this year. Like I didn't think you would give us trouble. Come on now. This this is like, and as you mentioned, we're getting we're going into a series against the Mets, Yankees, Mets, where it should be okay, Cole Scherzer or something like that. All right, but who do, who's going to be able to step up and go against Verlander in that two spot? Who can do this? Like, it, this should be like for bragging rights in New York. I imagine whoever wins the series will make fun of the other fan group, but not like you would have if they were both on fire. But they're both what? They're both nine and a half back, I believe, respectively. Like or or disrespectively, as I as I want, I would like to say at this point, like it's just it's it's such a disappointing time, and there's still hundred games left or some nonsense, whatever. But it doesn't feel like it doesn't. I'm not. I don't see anything that's leading me to believe either one of these squads is just going to go. Oh, we stunk because our shoes weren't tied right or something like that, or like oh everything's okay now. No, you got Steve Cohen. Saying, listen, I'm not going to tear the team apart because we're going through a bad time. You got Buck Showalter saying everything's going to be fine for the Mets. The Yankees, you know, if Boone's not blowing up at a referee, he's not really saying anything. And everybody's hurt. Be nice if this was a season where the division stunk for him, right? Like you're looking up at Tampa and you're looking up at Atlanta. Two really good franchises where we can't tell you they're going to fall off. We can't tell you they're going to peel back a little bit in the standings. Those are teams that have been so good this season, and it's been multiple years of those franchises being really good. Yankee fan looked at over the course of these next few games, starting off with that series that started last week with the Red Sox, into the Subway Series, back to the Red Sox. Those are big games. National always talked about team the Yankees, but when you get those type of matchups, if you go, what, 7-2? and two? Six and three. If you turn this around for the end of the week, now all of a sudden you and I are talking next week about how important were those wins? How much did that mean to this team? Look at the confidence. Look what they're able to do. Now they're getting talked about. Now it's the playoff push. It's almost the exact opposite of what we led the show talking with today about the Albany Empire, right? No hope, classless play, teams falling down, and they're not going to catch them. While the Yankees are still, they're not out of position. They still can make a play here. You've got big opportunities in front of you to change the season around, especially with the opponents going forward. I keep going to the horse racing comparison, too, in my head about Belmont, mm. me losing my bets and watching Forte <laughs> run in second place. But he was in a good position. He can make the move. He's got to get better. He's got to turn it on, catch the three. None of that happened. But the Yankees are sort of like Forte. They're still really good. 
They're not around the stretch quite yet. They're still sitting in a good position, but eventually you got to hit the go button. Eventually you got to think, am I too far back between these horses that might meet me to the edge? You're not in the final stretch, mile and a half at the Belmont, but you're not out of the starting gate either right now. And you got to start making a play here soon. Well, and is that, does that happen against each other? Is there something that happens in this, in this series where Yankees and, and Mets look at each other and go, Oh, that's right. We play baseball for a living. I, I don't, like I said, I just. Wait, could this be, end up being the depression series rather than the subway series? I was just realizing this show is depressing. Like, I feel bad about everything we're doing. Like, I want to start turning around, but I'm in, like, I'm miserable. This is, these are the hands we've been dealt today. Yeah. The Mets aren't good. The Yankees aren't good. The Empire, the Patroons might save us. Maybe the New York Giants fans will get some good news later. Maybe the NBA. We got a lot of other stuff that can get us out of this funk, hopefully. But, you know, that's what it feels like here for the Mets and the Yankees. It's far more devastating than good for the team that comes out of the series this week. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, hmm. Again, plenty of time. Get healthy. I'm trying to be positive now. It's, we were so negative for so long. Now I just want to be positive. I don't know how to do it, though. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll get us. I'll get us there. I. I, you know what? I do I do have one one story that I think is going to cheer Gaz up. Ooh. I just found it. So I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. Coming up next on Fox Sports Radio, 95.9980, I'm going to tell Gaz a story I think will cheer him up. I think that's – I'm going to try and elevate your mood. Oh, thank you, LeVac. And right now I'm going to elevate everyone's mood by talking about our good friends at Elevation 10,000. They make websites. Okay, listen, everybody, that's the biggest thing. You need a landing spot. Before we talk about how to get people to the party, you got to have the party people want to go to. Elevation 10,000 is going to make sure you have a great, easy-to-navigate website. Now that we got the website, well, what do we do? How do we get people here? How about digital marketing, Elevation 10,000? Okay, well, when they're at the website, is there a way that I can convert them into advertising for me? Oh, guess what? Elevation 10,000 also has a print shop. They can make signs. They can make shirts. They can make hats. They can do it all for you. All these things in one place, and it's just like, I don't know, the easiest way to get from where you are to where you'd like to be as a business and as a brand. So do what we've done. Do what, you know, listen, smart people do this all the time. I got, I got, I'd have to, I'd have to dang league doing this. All right. That's how, that's how I got executive of the year in the NAL. Elevation 10,000. That's right. I help yeah. everybody elevate their brand with Elevation 10,000. Kanowski Agency Incorporated honors and congratulates the graduates of this year's class at Amsterdam and Johnstown High Schools. All the years of hard work and dedication paid off. Your education is your ticket to a successful future, and you should be proud. Good luck to all the local graduates from Kanowski Agency Incorporated, insuring within our community since 1959, with two locations to better serve you at 108 North Perry Street, Johnstown, or 478 Locust Avenue, Amsterdam. KanowskiAgency.com. Where is the store? They got your guns and so much more. Upstate. Can you dig it? Who's got your Glocks? And Remington's always in stock. Upstate. Damn right. Best prices in town. And a staff that likes when you come around. Upstate. They won't let you down. They say the store is the best in town. Shut your mouth. But we're talking about Upstate, baby. Then we can dig it. Tired of getting shafted at the big box stores? Then come to Upstate Guns and Ammo because we're not dicks. 
for the latest in personal protection, from handguns and rifles to self-defense sprays and stun guns. The knowledgeable and friendly experts at Upstate are here to help you find what you need. A huge selection in-store and online at UpstateGunsAndAmmo.com. Plus, in-store sales happening daily. Why shop anywhere else? Upstate Guns and Ammo in Niskayuna, your local source for all your self-defense needs. Give us a call at 370-GUNS. That's 370-G-U-N-S. Everybody has pivotal moments that they remember, like where were you when this happened? Ball went through Bill Buckner's legs or the first time I saw Michael Jordan fly through the air. Maybe when you graduated college or the first time your family vacationed at the beach. A lot of them are captured on old VHS tapes or photos, but they're fading, falling apart, and you're at the risk of losing them forever. Legacy Box professionally digitizes your old tapes to the cloud, safely archiving them, ready to watch and share. We've used Legacy Box here on the show. Safe, easy, simple, professional. Load your Legacy Box with tapes, film, pictures, audio. Send them in. In no time at all, they convert them to digital. With Legacy Box, you can save and replay the highlight reels of your life. Visit LegacyBox.com Patrick for a limited time. Get 40% off your order. That's LegacyBox.com Patrick. It's Macy's friends and family. Get an extra 30% off great gifts for him just in time for Father's Day when you use your coupon or Macy's card. And take 15% off skincare, fragrance, and more. Or shop specials he'll love while supplies last. Give love, give style, now at Macy's. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices, exclusion supply. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. All right, guys. Uh, LeVac, I'm sorry. I, I feel like this show, this song should be banned. That's, a, that's a very famous intro song for another sports radio oh, show. Oh, is it? I, Welcome to the Jungle. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. What's a... I just got pumped up a little bit. I like yeah. that. Oh, should we bring it back? You want to grab a vine? Is that what you're trying ah. to say? What's up, clones? <laughs> All right, guys. Rack you ready? Em. I got good news for you. One of your heroes is about to have their rookie uniform be sold at auction for possibly over $3 million. Whoa. Current bid on this rookie uniform is $1.37 million. Wilt Chamberlain's rookie, oh, no, rookie uniform no. from the Philadelphia Warriors, the one he wore to almost every single home game, is up for bid. 1.37. You, you want to get together and get this thing? No, I don't need a fraud uniform there. He probably, wow. didn't, probably didn't even wear it. He wore this uniform. Allegedly. When he scored uh, 47 points, 36 rebounds against the Celtics on January 2nd of 1960. He also wore it uh, later against the Minneapolis Lakers when he dropped 52 points and 20 rebounds in a win. And you could own this history for just about three mil. I'll tell you what about this fraud, Chamberlain. Wow. So this bur- this jersey's allegedly been sitting around for uniform, si- full uniform, full uniform. That's even creepier. 63 years, the full uniform from the jersey to the shorts to the jock strap. Well, it's just the top and the bottom. I don't think it's getting. You're getting the. 
I don't think you're getting his, his job. I mean, especially for a man who slept with, what, 10,000, 20,000 women? There's certain, I don't know if you want that jockstrap. There's certain sites. Socks can go for a lot of money these days. You Not usually guy socks, but uh, I hear you. I hear you. Where are you going? Chamberlain's a fraud. Wow, I don't buy it. I, was it Scott? Was it Scott on Twitter who was getting all over me about my Wilt Chamberlain take? Look at this guy. Because Wilt Chamberlain is just kind of sticking his neck back out there. The ghost of Wilt. Can't he give one center credit? Can't somebody be the goat besides Wilt? You know it's not him putting this up for auction, right? Like, you know it's, it's, not, like, it's not an otherworldly auction. It's not it's the not, ghost of Wilt Chamberlain? No, right. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not the Big Dipper himself coming back. I hate you, Kareem. Right. Yo, get you slow. <laughs> How dare you take my spotlight? I scored 100, guys. I didn't have a three-point line. Three million, buddy. Come on. Pony up the cash. Let's Pass. go. I don't want any of Wilt Chamberlain's throne of lies apparel. This year, like, you're an angry angry elf today. Um, you know what makes me more angry than, than Wilt makes you angry? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What, is, what does do that? Baby Gronk. Baby Gronk infuriates me. It just infuriates me. Here's the situation. So there's this kid. Was he ten or something? Like he's a he's a he's a baby. He's a, he wants to be a pro football player. So his dad has created this social media persona of baby Gronk for him. I don't know a single kid who at some point in their life didn't say like I want to be a football player or whatever. Like I want to be a fireman. I want to be a mechanic. Imagine if your parents went at that, like when you were like five or six, and you said, "Like, I want to be an astronaut." Your player, your dad was like, "You are now an astronaut for the rest of your life. Like, you're not allowed to change. Let's let's build you a social media platform, and and everything. Like, let's do it. Like, I believe this kid is probably loving life right now because he's very popular. Um, you know, allegedly they did a little thing where he did a, a collab with uh, Livy. They're uh, the the gymnast from LSU, Olivia Olivia Dune or Dunn. Oh, she's very popular. Oh, she's beautiful. She's like one of the first NIL athletes, I believe. Oh, she's a beautiful little blonde, running around having a great time. So they did a thing, and you're like, oh wow, I wonder how this all came together. Well, then you find out this dude is creeping into everyone's DMs. Who? The dad. Oh. Da- no. Daddy Gronk is that? I don't know what we would call him. So like Taylor Lewan, former Tennessee Titans offensive lineman, former Michigan offensive lineman. Host a co-host of Bustin' with the Boys. He reposted it with, like, barf or something on it. Um, and then it starts, like, a chain reaction of all these people starting to re- repost that he's reaching out. So, like, this dad is now going to every famous person he can think of, you know, creeping into their DMs. Hey, you should collab with my kid. It seems like like a pageant mom on steroids. Like, what happens when this kid doesn't hit a growth spurt and isn't, like, a super football player for his age range? Does dad wash his hands of the whole damn thing? Like, what happens next? Yeah. Uh, a 10-year-old being evaluated, the kid could absolutely stink. He could stop growing. He could do all those things. Look, you should not have this happen to a 10-year-old. Shame on the outlets. I saw some big stories profiling the kid. That you're looking at the 10-year-old as the next phenom. 14, 15, when you're into high school, that's okay. If you're doing something at 12 and 13, it's pushing it, though. But that's, like, the youngest I've heard of really phenoms. But then again, we've seen broadcasts of young basketball players and baseball players on that stage. The dad thing is 
Yeah, I think the dad thing is the most interesting to me in the story. Not baby Gronk, not viral sensations and all that. The answer is no. Like, the dad should not be doing this, trying to market his kid, trying to get as much money as he can out of it, trying to get a, a whatever, sneaker deal, Under Armour deal out of him being so young. However, now my mind's spinning here a little bit. Two of the most influential sports dads, whether you want to call them aggressive, whether you want to call them irrational, Richard Williams and Tiger Woods' dad, Earl Woods. Like, what would Earl Woods have been like with social media? What do you think Richard Williams would have been like with social? We have one example of a father who is well-known about promoting his kids and did have a platform. Remember when LeVar Ball was a thing? Like, I wonder if we just, if we had these outlets where in the past other parents could have reached out to celebrities to promote their kid. Maybe we're just in an era of, is 10 years from now this going to be normal? Because I wonder what they, those parents, the late Earl Woods, Richard Williams, what they would have done. So I, I feel like those guys forced their children to be better at the sport. Like maybe too far. I don't know. Maybe not. It's really up to you. I'm not. It's hard to it's hard to go against the results. However, this guy, uh, I believe his name is Jake San Miguel. Is, is Baby Gronk's dad's name. He wants his kid to be famous to be famous. I'm curious, though, when you hear some of the other names. So Taylor Taylor Luan, you know, screenshots and puts it out and says, woof. But they also went on to, like, say, hey, can we do it without Will Compton there? They're their co-host. They don't like Will Compton for some reason. <laughs> I, think, right. I think Will Compton's been very uh, critical of, of this. You know what? If you're listening on the podcast side, just delete everything I just said there for the last two minutes because you don't get to start having demands when you're asking for an interview. But all right, fair enough, go on. But so once Taylor Lewan screenshot and put it out, well, then ESPN's Ashley Brewer, double wolf, the guy reached out to her. And then how about this one? Paige Speronic, who is that beautiful blonde who golfs, She's a social media. She's an influencer who happens to be good at golf. She's she's not trying to be the next great female golfer. She is stunningly beautiful and can golf, which I don't know a guy that I know who doesn't go, that works for me on a lot of levels. How about this? Like, are you ever in Dallas, Texas? Question mark. We got a collab from Baby Gronk's account, but it's coming from the dad. So, like, I feel like that's more of a, I'd like to personally collab with you way more than, hey, will you shoot a video with my son? This has nothing to do. This is the dad trying to be famous through the kid. Yeah. I I keep thinking of Sebastian Maniscalco, a younger version of him where he used to have the famous line, aren't you embarrassed? Yeah. The the embarrassment's there for the kid because now the celebrities are putting it out and putting them on blast. I bet the father doesn't think about that as embarrassment, though. He goes, that's the hustle. My name's yeah. out there. Wow, I feel awful that that person with 2 million followers just followed my kid. Hey, who's Baby Gronk? Click on the page. Click on the... I don't think the celebrity realizes they are actually, by posting that, giving him the attention he actually wanted. Oh, couldn't do their interview. That's fine, but he still shared my stuff. Now we're talking about him. He's probably like, look, I hustled them. They didn't hustle me. I That'd feel, be his mindset. Yeah, I feel... Uh, it is gross. The whole is thing gross. is weird, trying to talk about a 10-year-old promoting him through social media. 
So don't creep into Paige Fronick's DMs is what you're telling me? Yeah, I, I would advise against Can that. I borrow your kid? <laughs> can, I just, can I make a persona for one of your children, please? So I can, so I can talk to Paige Fronick. Look how good he's doing on this Fisher Price hoop right now. He's yeah. on fire. Baby Shaq, right here. Look at him. Look at Baby Shaq. Huh? Paige, be my friend. <laughs> Baby Tiger. Like, come on. Let's all golf together. Whatever I would have to do. Like, Paige Product would make me do some stupid things. I could guarantee you that. She's, she is one of the hottest women alive. And she golfs. Like, come on. What are you doing today? Um, learning how to golf. Oh, really? I thought you just liked drinking on the golf course. I did until I met my new teacher. Paige Veronic. <laughs> What's up? Let's go. Oh, man. Yeah, this this thing has gone too far. This is see, like, I already dislike social media on a lot of levels. This is making it even more difficult to enjoy social media the more this goes on. The more we see from him. It's just it's frustrating to say the least. Just absolutely frustrating. Do you root for or against the kid now? Oof, I, feel like we're, I feel like we're bad people if we say we're rooting against the child, maybe to overcome this. I, You know what? I hope it's not the last we hear of baby Gronk. I hope he gets back out there again and actually turns out to be a decent athlete. Um, on, a, on a true altruistic level, yeah, I root for the kid. But, like, there is a part of me that not even because of him, because of the father, I want to see the father have to live with the fact that his kid's just a kid and handle that like how do you deal with that because that's like like i worry about a kid who's, who's raised like this and this is way more serious than i intended to be right now but like what happens when no one else cares does dad still care because that's the dangerous part of this like you see this with these pageant moms and these in these star bleepers that it's like your kid is amazing when you can vampire off their success and feel special because they're special. Well, what happens when the kid, air quote, fails? And now you have to remember that you're a, you're a failure. And you now you hate your, your own kid. Hopefully there's a mom or an aunt or an uncle step in, pull this kid away for a little while and be like, hey, you know what you're going to do instead of playing football today? You're going to play Madden. You're going to go outside. You're going to ride a bike. You're going to chill out for a little bit. You're going to stop being the breadwinner of your family for a week. That was really well said. It didn't go in the direction I also thought the story was going to go. <laughs> well, real I wanted deep to have it was fun really with good. it. Yeah, it was good. I wanted to have fun it with fine. it. You made me like, you know, you took me in. No, how did I? You took me into like a voice. serious. No, like, no, no. It's this voice. My energy is being. You took me into like a, I wanted to be a good dad for a second, which was weird. Um, hey, you know, maybe it's, maybe we both need to sleep better. Have you have, yes. have you thought about getting a hold of my friend, Dr. Fred Drew at the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa? My wife texted me and said I was sawing wood yesterday i said that's not true i was not sawing wood it's like an old person way of saying you were snoring your face off your 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 wife has become mature before beyond her years mentally she's very brilliant you should call 518-885-6185 the integrative sleep center in boston spa dr fred Dreer. they are a great group of people they're just a lot of fun to be around good people and they wanted everybody to sleep better. A lot of our health issues, a lot of our energy issues, they all stem from a bad night's sleep, sleep apnea, snoring. All these things will result in a bad day. Well, had a, a quick at-home sleep study, a couple scans when I was over there. Yup, you have sleep apnea. Uh, this mouthpiece will work for you. It'll keep your airway open. You'll snore less. You'll breathe better. You won't stop breathing in your sleep. Bada bing, bada boom. I'm sleeping way better. 
and my life's a lot better because of it. 518-885-6185. Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spot with Dr. Fred Dreer. They'll help me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better, too. For all your painting and staining needs, Curtis Lumber has just what you're looking for, including Cabot Premium Wood Care products. Take the drudgery out of deck maintenance. Remove dirt, algae, and mildew stains with Cabot Ready-to-Use Deck Wash. Defend your deck from the elements with Cabot Exterior Stain for lasting beauty and protection. From decking to outdoor furniture, siding to fencing, you can count on Cabot and Curtis Lumber for expert advice so you don't work harder than you need to. For store locations, visit curtislumber.com. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans... It's time for the Top 4 at 4 with Levac and Gaz. Yeah. Time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Gazi Bear, what's the fourth biggest story in the world of sports? We go local here for story number four. It involves the Albany Patroons right inside the Washington Avenue Armory. Dun, dun, dun. Doors open at 6 o'clock. Tip off set for 7 o'clock. TBL, Eastern Conference Playoff Action. Patroons hoping to get a win in game two of the Eastern Conference Playoffs. Go out and support the Patroons. Again, tip off set for 7 o'clock tonight as they take on the Newfoundland, Newfoundland, Newfoundland Rogues. The Rogues. What does it mean for the Patroons to have this game in the Capital Region? Well, it's perfect. You win the first game. You win it big. Now you get a chance. You get not one but two opportunities to lock this thing up on your home court. I, I think this is, um, you know, we had we had Brian Mariano on, who's, you know, a, a colleague of ours. He's he's doing the, the color commentary, I believe, tonight with your boy, Rich Becker, right? Yes. I think that's who's on it. And, you know, he pointed out, like, this has been a team that's been tinkered with and built right and got, you know, better almost every day right up until the deadline to make make changes. And you're seeing it all come together now. So, you know, with the way the TBL works, I get very confused by the playoff structure. Not 100% sure on how they do it. I feel like they might just throw darts at a wall sometimes because this uh, Newfoundland, which is far north of us, I believe – is like a, a, a southeast team or an east south or whatever. They they, they they rank them as like a different part. Very interesting. But you gotta keep winning. You win this one and you could be on to you know on to the next and keep it rolling. My biggest question is is Gaz willing to be punched by Conor McGregor at halftime? I think that's the I think that's what we need. <laughs> no, I'm not. I mean it happened like uh. Bernie, the the mascot for the for the Heat. He took a shot, he had to go to the hospital. Gaz, will you take a shot for the Patroons? No. Come on, Gaz. Somewhere our friend Jeff Turn in Sioux Falls, who works for the Believe Network, is warming up his old wing to get blasted by somebody. That's his thing, not me. I'm going to pass like I need punched. Can you imagine being the mascot? Like how? I just imagine how the pitch meeting goes through that. Like, like you know, hey, Bernie. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Got an idea for you to, like, horse around with Conor McGregor at halftime. Oh, that sounds awesome. He's going to punch you in the head. Oh, wait, well, um, hold on. What was that? Well, <laughs> oh, you're wearing the thing. He's gonna he's gonna pull his punch. You'll be fine. And sure enough, he pops him, and uh, like he goes down, and they had to drag him off by his legs, which it all looks like it's part of the routine. But the truth of the matter is, Bernie or or whoever whoever portrays Bernie had to go to the ER. So I think that's what the Patroons need to do. I think they need to bring Gaz out and like well, the most the best local fighter 
is to take a good swipe at Gaz inside a mascot head. No, no, I don't want to be. You just don't care about local sports. I, well, you know what? You mentioned local sports right there. I think the Capital Region. Uh, somebody's calling and tell you it's a good idea. It's our bosses. They're like, you're doing it. It's a spam here. I'm going to let that go. Spam, oh, spam would spam, call me during spam, the show. Spam, 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 spam. The Capital Region needs a good summer sports story in 2023. And this year, badly, right? Like, the Empire is... Huh? I mean, we'd let off the show talking about it. If you missed it, Apple, Spotify, go back and listen when you would like. That's been an interesting thing to say the least. Uh, Kumar Rocker was fun last year for the Valley Cats. Yeah. That was a cool well, story. Well, the Empire was fun last year. It was fun last year. Uh, so far, our local summer stories have been the collapse, the fall of the Empire, the Shen Prom softball story, mm-hmm. the Valley Cats, no disrespect. Canadian wildfires. <laughs> right, the Canadian wildfires. No disrespect to the Valley Cats, but... Just the attention was a little bit more on them in 2022 than 2023. So far, a lot of summer left. Come on, Patroons. We need a good local sports story this summer. We hope all the pressure is now on you to make it for us. No pressure. No pressure at all. We also mentioned this last hour. And Giant fans were wondering if you're as concerned as maybe we were involving the New York Giants and their running back, Saquon Barkley. If you missed it, Saquon Barkley still has yet to sign his franchise tag. So this is a little confusing. The Giants franchise tagged Saquon Barkley earlier this year. Now with people, and I'm talking agents and players in the NFL, found a little bit of a loophole that they actually don't sign it. They just leave it unsigned. Can't be tagged unless you actually say you're going to be tagged. Mandatory minicamp starts tomorrow, and it doesn't seem like Saquon Barkley might be there. They have until at least July 17th to come to a new deal. Saquon has been very vague uh, doesn't want to talk about it at some point that he was pushed. I think they're open to talking. I'm open to talking. I'm not sure if we're going to get a deal done. Not sure. I don't know. I don't know about my optimism level. Levac, should Giant fan be concerned about where Saquon Barkley is in 2023? And more specifically, that is, is in New York. Um, I think, man, this is... Uh... This is a tough one because you assume that they'll get it something done because by by most accounts, Saquon Barkley is more important to that offense than than Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones' deal got done. Um I thought for sure this was one of those deals where like behind the scenes they kind of pull him aside and go, We're gonna take care of everybody. We're gonna do Daniels this year. We're gonna tag you, which is gonna get you like ten million dollars. And then we're gonna do yours next. Like, because next year we'll have some free money because of this, that, and the other thing. Clearly, that's not the case. And if it is the case, Saquon's looking around going, yeah, but what happens if I blow out my knee this year? What happens if I get Dak Prescott this year? It didn't seem like it was going to be an issue. It felt like it was going to be done pretty easy. But I don't think it helps when you see the Dalvin Cooks of the world looking for a team and stuff like that. And I would, if I'm the Giants, if I'm a Giants fan, I would rather have Saquon Barkley. His skill set fits exactly what I need. But I'm not doing my job as your GM, as your front office, as your coaching staff, if I don't go, hey, hey, Dable, in your offense, how much does Dalvin Cook work? Like, is it, can you draw that up for me real quick? Yeah, we can make that work, no problem. Okay, hey, Saquon, guess what? Now we have options. And you have to July 17th to figure out what you want to do. If we did a power rankings of running backs in the NFL over the last five years, you could have interchanged these four running backs. And I would have probably not put up a big fight with you. Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, 
and Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott's currently a free agent. Dalvin Cook's currently a free agent. Derrick Henry's still playing for the Titans. And of course, he's getting doubted again for another fantasy football season. And Saquon. Months ago, I've had this take for years and still stick by it. Who is more valuable to the Giants, Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley? Saquon Barkley's always the answer. The only reason this is even a question is because Saquon's been hurt. So people wonder, like, okay, can we do it without Saquon? Well, you've decided that Daniel Jones is a bigger priority. Some people would argue you have to do that, guys, because of how ridiculous the contract numbers are getting for quarterbacks. You have to lock in a quarterback. And if you think Barkley's going to get better, you need a quarterback to help him get better. Okay, but Barkley's better. At this point, now in June, I'm surprised nothing has moved either. Like a trade, uh, just let him go. Maybe this is the only way both franchise and player could do it. We knew we were gonna, we knew we were gonna tag you years ago. You knew we were gonna tag you years ago. If you have a great season, we'll pay you. If you get hurt again, you are probably gonna get cut. If you're in between, we'll probably lowball you. Maybe this has always been the plan for Barkley, and he always knew this was gonna be the plan. What? Also, like, if you're the league, are you looking at, you know, the Giants and the Raiders? They both are doing the exact same thing. They both have franchise tags on their running backs. Neither running back is signing. What else? If you're the league, are you looking at these teams and going, hey, we need you to take a strong line because the more we give in, the more the system we have starts to fall apart? Because right now, franchise tags aren't worth very much because guys are just ignoring them. And if we keep letting them win when they ignore them, we're going to have to get rid of franchise tags. Okay, so th- that's an interesting way to view that. Like, I'm like, okay, LeVac makes a great point. Like, if the franchise tag isn't working, you have to get rid of it. It just feels like they found a loophole because technically all they got to do is sign it. You know, they're they're not a free agent because the rights are still owned by the team, but they can do what they want. It gives the players leverage. I want to think, I believe it was Josh Norman. Or Josh Norman tried pulling this with Carolina post-Super Bowl where it's like, Hey, we're tagging you. We're tagging you. He's like, okay, I guess I'll finally sign it. And then immediately they traded him to Washington. Right. So you, we can view it a few different ways how the franchise wants to. I get what you're saying. Hey, this is breaking the purpose of it. But I think it's so smart of the player to wait and wait and wait. If you're yeah. not going to pay me, this is your payback for not paying me. Right. I got to, I'm not going to take a hit between now and July 17th. Why would I? I don't have to. I can go out and do fundraisers. I can do what I'm doing. I can have youth camps. You know, who knows how much money he makes for that youth camp? I can let Jordan Ron on annoy me constantly. Just stand yeah. next to me. Hey, you, pink shirt. Yeah. Story number two, here's the slate of Major League Baseball games sent for tonight. The Boston Red Sox are in action. You can hear Red Sox baseball right here on your home for the Red Sox. 95-9 to 986-10. Our coverage gets underway. 7-10 first pitch. They're going to take on the Colorado Rockies at Fenway Park. Come on, Rockies. Figure it out. The Broncos were winning a few years ago. The Nuggets, we'll talk about them in a second here. Yeah, they're pretty good, too. The Avalanche won a Stanley Cup. Red Sox, Rockies. The Mets are not in action. The Yankees are not in action. We'll get a preview of Red Sox in the Red Sox pregame show at 610. I want to do something that's not even on here. Levac, we have not mentioned yet on today's show John Sterling, the oh. broadcaster for the New York Yankees. No, I don't have clearance to air this in the audio. You can find it on social media. You can't air it? No. Why not? It airs News. on a different station. Yeah, but it's on Twitter now. Don't you just have to say courtesy of or something like that? Yeah, I thought we could that, do that. That's a, that's a dangerous game to play in 2023. Who cares? Because it's on the old station. That's why you won't do it. There's rules to this It's news. Thing. It's news. I know it's news. How dare you. Go to ow, social media. Ow. 
Ow. There you go. You're <laughs> such a wimp. That's it. That was it right there. I heard it's, it. I mean, it is, if you haven't seen it, so like there's a camera on Sterling. I think they actually call it the Sterling cam. And he, he's like, you know, high fly ball, high, uh, high foul, pop up, coming back this way. Oh, it's coming right. Oh, it's coming. Ow! Ow! It like hit. I mean, it drills him, dude. 83 years old. And like, I've heard a lot of people joke about the ow. We all know why he says ow. Because he is a professional. And if he didn't, he had to go to a word that was safe. Because what he wanted to say was, like, he wanted to sound like Yosemite Sam. Razzle, fratten, snatten, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, just start swearing. Because he caught a baseball to the face. So, I, I got I got none but love and respect for John Sterling. I think that was amazing. The rumor is that behind the, behind the scenes, he ran in there and judge and told him he wasn't going on the IL. So... I just want to point that out, everybody, with your with your your free your your spring toes and your soft tissue injuries. Eighty three year old man caught a baseball to the face and finished the game. Yeah, I woke up to a call from Cantera from Quentin Cantera this morning making fun of that, and I was like, I don't care. Toughest guy on my team is an eighty three year old man. I'm all right with it. I'm all right with wait, it. Wait a second, I didn't even know this. This is a running thing now. Quentin Cantera waking you up on Monday mornings. Yeah, well, first they called me about the Empire. And then, of course, Cantera can't let me get off the phone because he's a Red Sox fan without taking a shot at the Yankees because the Sox took two or three. Well, you know, he goes, and I've been, this has been getting me through and they, like the, the whole Sterling get hit in the face thing. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm not thrilled. You know, you like two, two, lose two or three to a terrible team. Toughest guy on your team is an 83-year-old announcer. Yeah, it sucks. It's a tough time right now. I'm glad John Sterling's doing well. That video is funny, though. Like the awareness, oh, like you and I are on the swivel when we're covering stuff. Like we're kind of the awareness level. He must be so locked in. It has such a cadence and such a I'm focused on this. I'm going to call the action here. Not even aware where the ball is. Like you would coming right at. Yeah. Okay, I wish matter. Don Zimmer was still alive. Cause remember when Zimmer got hit with the foul ball and they gave him the army helmet with the Yankee <laughs> logo on it. So you know, damn well, Zimmer would go up and like hand it to Sterling. Sterling would do a game in it. That'd be great. By the way, did you tease what potentially is on the way this summer with us and Quinn and Cantara coming up? Did they mention it at all? No. Oh, no. All right. I'm not, yeah, last time Watch. you told me I could talk about something on there, I got yelled at. And it wasn't the guy was not my boss yet. See, that was a test and you passed. That's not what happened right there. But okay, if that makes you feel better, go ahead. That's <laughs> number one. Story. Story number one is game five of the NBA Finals. The Denver Nuggets host the Miami Heat with tip-off set for 830. Uh, Levac. We have a tradition here now in Levac, guys. Not me trying to set you up to get in trouble with our bosses. Yeah, no, that's, that's not... becoming a tradition. I can see that. I'm the one who goes out and gets my truck logoed up with our logos, the station logos. I didn't have to do that. Okay, I didn't have to. I didn't have to share. I didn't have to put your goofy name on my truck. You know how many cool points I lost? I should have just left Levac and and left your name off. I did that. And what do you do? You hang me out to dry. No, 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 no. You no. hang me out to dry. No. You try to get me to get in trouble time and time again. I even told I told our wonderful boss Howard. I told him flat out. I was like, I've never seen Goss be this big of a wimp in my life. Never in my life. I see. I don't know what you guys. I don't know what you guys did to him before I got here. But Goss is a complete whipped, whipped, whipped little boy in this place, and it's sad. Sad, but Levac and Goss on the side of my beautiful ScarJo, my beautiful Black Widow pickup from Mohawk Chevrolet. I want to promote this. That's coming up. Something really cool this summer. I just wanted to know. Are you allowed? I have four emails about it today. Do I have any? 
I don't even have details. You're not even CC'd on them now that I'm realizing No, I this. don't have an email here yet. I filled out all my paperwork, and I haven't heard anything. We should go talk to our boss. Something very exciting hey, is coming hey, this summer. I got summer. an idea. What? As the program director of this freaking station, why don't you act like the boss and find out why I'm not getting paid yet? How's that? Huh? Stop trying to get me in trouble. Or are you trying to get rid of me already? No, the 15th is coming. What day is it? The 12th? Oh, I, Yeah, but I'm not even, I haven't even done all my, I, I signed my contract. I signed my non-compete, which I, it's whatever. Who can compete with me anyway? I'm amazing. That's right. I'm, I'm feeling my oats today. And uh, nothing. There hasn't been another conversation. I, uh, payroll hasn't started for me. I don't have an email. I don't have access. You won't even let me into the good internet. The internet's okay. You let me into the guest internet. All right, we'll revisit this conversation yeah, on the 15th. Trying to get me in trouble over on picks. Just wanted to know if it was promoted. That's all I wanted to know. And okay. to hear that it wasn't promoted did make me feel better. Yeah, I didn't yeah, want another sure email. You, did. you know what it is? We're gonna we're gonna fist fight halftime of the Patroons games. Levan Gaz versus Quinn and Cantera. That's what it's gonna be. Fist fights. I'd take us in that fight. Aren't we um I don't know. Quinn's got, you, know. Quinn's got rage. You can see you it. You think so? He's got, I think if you ever, I think it takes, it would take a lot to get to it, but it's in there. I haven't seen Quinn in a little bit. I want to sit down and ask what he thinks about the Bill Walton 30 for 30. I feel like that's him. Like that's his athlete. I know he's not uh, a big sports fan. He's like a casual sports fan. I think he would love Bill Walton. I bet you can't tear his like, uh, what was the, the kid in um, uh, Talladega Nights? So I climb you like a spider monkey, old man. Like, I feel like you just. That's what you think. Maybe, I think Dustin eye, Pedroia is what you know. Maybe I got Scrappy, Boston, hardware. The whole nine. All right, let's tell us about our, I'm going to tell you about our friends from Mohawk Honda. Mohawk yeah, trying to get them in trouble too, you jerk. We're going to be there on June 21st, is when we're going to be at Mohawk Honda. We're going to be back there. Uh, hey, if you had an opportunity, by the way, to see my video, our video at Mohawk Honda, what happened on their social media profile and everything else? No, I was busy taking over the world, okay? I was I was busy, all right? I'm sorry, I didn't see it yet. Shout out to Nick. I would say shout out to Nate, but Nate didn't show up. Nick was there. Ben was there. The whole I saw MJ. I saw Lindsey Harrodin. I saw all amazing people. A really cool video. Check it out at Mohawk Honda. It shows, like, a place. Not only do you want to work there. You want to buy your vehicle from these people. You can feel the family atmosphere. They want to make sure you find the right price, the right vehicle. And they also they have had a macho man, Randy Savage person, try to jump through a table. It's awesome. Go <laughs> check it out. Again, Mohawk Honda's always sharing the new vehicles and more across their social media platforms. But if you want a new ride, don't forget about certified pre-owned vehicles as well. You can find those at Mohawk Honda. And one more time, we're going to be there June 21st. If you want to mark it on your calendars, maybe your kids are getting out of school, maybe you got some time off for of work. See the selection they can offer you. And if you've got the summer vacation coming, if you want to drive around upstate New York, or you're heading south or heading to warmer weather, make sure you got a vehicle you can trust. I know from experience, I love my pilot. I want you to say you love your vehicle too. It's Mohawk Honda where they always go out of their way to please you. Let's talk some Game 5 NBA Finals action here, LeVac. I will not get you in trouble. There's I nothing don't believe to, you. Nothing to fear. I don't believe you. It's LeVac and Gaz here on 95. I'm scared. 980. Fox Sports Radio, for now. Well, Dave Matthews, see everything rolling? When the weather's nice and I hear Dave Matthews, I get twitchy. I really do. I just start thinking of all the traffic jams up in Saratoga when he plays two nights. It's going to be lovely. There it is. You've pointed out to me before that I have some odd things that bother me in the world. Like, I don't get mad about a lot of things, but Dave Matthews is one of those. Not, not he the, makes you mad? Not the band, not the music. Dave himself? But Dave Matthews band fans who just refer to him as Dave. Yeah, that's funny. That's like a weird, it's a weird hill to die on. You know, like, oh, Dave, you know him? 
No, but he's Dave. Everybody knows Dave. And, and then guys gets upset. You don't know person. him. He's not your buddy. Call him something else. You do that for people, though. You like Carmelo Ooh. and stuff. You act like you know you know those guys. I'm not going to. I don't think I've ever said I'm going to go see Carmelo. Like, I'm going over to his house to play video games. No, you say Mello. I'm going to go see Mello. Me and Mello are going to have drinks. Yeah. Me yeah. and Dave are going to go hang out. Oh, cool. Where's Dave live? Not at Saratoga. Maybe that's the problem. You know what? No one cares about my take. There, I gave it. There it is. <laughs> You're just like irrationally angry. It's like we switched roles today. You're the irrationally angry one. It's it's kind of nice to be the chill, mellow one. It's kind of interesting. It's a weird world that uh, I normally live in. There it is again. Bring it back. No, get him off. Who do you think Dave likes tonight? I don't want Dave on there. You think Dave is a Heat or a uh, Nugget fan tonight? What do you think? What do you think Dave's gonna do? Is the ants come marching in, right? That's the name of that ants song? Ants go marching, yeah. All right. You don't have to say in. It makes it sound, it feels military. Though. Hurrah, hurrah. <laughs> I'm dying. All right. Is it over? I guess is the, is the main question that needs to be answered this evening is the uh, Denver Nuggets host the Miami Heat. Nuggets are up 3-1. Heard the argument for complacency. I've heard the argument for desperation. And I just kind of like, I don't. I don't look at this Denver team as the kind of team that's going to go, "Oh, we're up 3-1, we can chill out." Like I don't they don't they don't sell me that vibe. Like like I think Joker's the kind of guy, I feel like Malone's the kind of coach. I think it was one of those things where you just go, "Yeah, let's be up 4-1 and then we can relax. Then we'll go ahead and take our foot off the gas." I feel like you're getting a real Denver team tonight. Yes, and, that, and it goes back to what we talked about before the series this goes back to the Western Conference playoffs. That word, team. T-E-A-M. Together, everyone achieves more. Woo, yay. Uh, Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, Malone the coach, Aaron Gordon, and rightfully so. Like, Aaron Gordon was known as a dunker for a long time. Now he's playing defense and can actually shoot a little bit. Michael Porter Jr. should have been a number one pick. All these guys are finding in this franchise a role. And I know that's a very Patriot-like thing. I know it's more of a, hey, uh, Draymond Green talked about this. If you're really good at one skill set, you're going to build a career off of that. The San Antonio Spurs used to build franchises off of that. You had a scorer. You had a guy who could run the offense. You had a guy who played great defense. San Antonio was a way that we saw a team was built like this. But Denver has a lot. There are times in the games in this series that's been out through the NBA playoffs for ball movement, the best shot, getting back. Jokic, it's amazing to think about Miami earlier in this series. It wasn't about him scoring. It was about him passing. Hey, you know that seven-foot center who is one of the best scorers in the league? Yeah, he's also a top-five guy in assists. No, 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 not the guard, not Murray. The center's a top-five guy in assists. We need to make sure he's not passing the ball too well. If that doesn't sum up the Denver Nuggets offense and team, there's not much that can because that's what it's been about, team, and that's the storyline getting here for Game 5 for me. Where in the world is Miami going to find a few players off of the street tonight that can out-team work the Denver Nuggets? It's not going to happen. It feels like this could be a celebration night. I know our Mohawk Chevrolet play of the day is coming up in about 20 minutes-ish, but this looks like a Denver team that is so mm. tough to stop. Guys, you know what could always stop a team is a true hero. Uh, uh, Tyler Hero <laughs> is expected to play this evening. And Hero comes along with strength to carry on. Uh, Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero. So, like, I, I honestly feel like it's going to be a, a, a little too little, a little too late. And I feel like if 
they were able to win anything, he probably wouldn't even try to play tonight. That's the vibe that I'm getting. Maybe hits a couple gutsy shots and, you know, Spurs keeps it a little closer. Spurs a little closer game. Um, but I just don't I, – I think it's too little too late. I really, really do. I think I think this is a Nuggets team that knows what they're supposed to do. And I feel like it's the meltdown that I expect from Jimmy Butler is going to be epic because I think it's going to be one of those ones where, like, every time they've gotten beat that they've gone – the press has gone to him. It's been a quick, like, well, we're just not putting enough effort. I can imagine that if, if they come out flat, which I kind of expect them to do, and then the Nuggets come out and do what the Nuggets do, where, like, late in the fourth quarter, it's, you know, Joker sitting on the sideline and stuff because, all oh, the game's basically over. Jimmy Butler's going to explode. Jimmy Butler's going to go off. You're talking physically, like, in the game, like, have a big game, like, put up 40 points, or you're talking about, like, have a sideline temper tantrum tirade? Uh, I think having a, a post-game press conference temper tantrum tirade. I think to, this – look – this could be so bad that Butler may not want to be in, in Miami after this. Oh. Because he's that kind of guy, isn't he? Like, I mean, we've seen him, you know, in multiple stops go, look, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I want out of here. I don't like these people. I don't like I don't like Tibbs. I don't like Minnesota. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. And then be gone. So, could be gone. I uh, Maybe not. Maybe, maybe he looks around and goes, yeah, there were injuries. There was this. There was that. We should have had this game. But this is, if you count the bubble – Second time that he's he's got into the finals with his squad, and his squad just kind of hasn't anything to offer that Western Conference squad. The Miami Heat, when we look back at this, and even 2020, when we compare it to that COVID final season, I look back at that Heat thing and think, okay, they were good. They played well. They got to the conference finals. They eventually got to the NBA finals. Same in 2023. We're going to look back at this Heat team and say it's truly the most remarkable run of any NBA team to a NBA finals, non-lockout seasons, that's a little tougher to evaluate because of maybe the records weren't what they were supposed to do. But the point about Jimmy Butler is really interesting because history is going to tell us, oh, he played well. Oh, he got right. an eight seed to the finals. He was a star. He did this. Statistically, and us living it in the moment right now, there have been games in this finals where like, you know, he probably should be shooting more, right? Like, didn't he just say he wasn't a scorer? Hey, is he hurt? There have been times in this Look, everybody doesn't have to be LeBron and Jordan and Kobe and Bird and Magic. It doesn't have to happen like that. I have a, a thought about Jokic with that coming up. But he's still really good. I get your point, though. Is he being so competitive that it's going to drive him and his teammates cuckoo? Hey, Jimmy, you got to the finals as an eight seed. That's pretty good. We didn't win. Okay, but that was a good season. No, it wasn't. Like, the irrational <laughs> thoughts from Jimmy Butler in this press conference do make a lot of sense of you're going to rub somebody the wrong way, whether it's the fan base, whether it's the coaching staff, whether it's Schenectady's own Pat Riley. I could see that. That makes a lot of sense of his too-much competitor loses rational thoughts. Then That realistically could happen in post-game five if it does not go in the Heat's favor. Yeah, and, and look, again, historically it's happened. Like it, I could see... I don't know. I just it just feels like this is going to be a rough night for South Beach. That's that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting. Because what are we looking at? So so two of the last four years, he gets his heat to the finals. You can kind of excuse away the bubble. I mean, you, oh, it was the bubble. Everything was weird. It was stupid. It didn't make sense. 
I don't think he's the kind of guy to go, oh, we were, it was a bubble. We weren't, we weren't in a normal environment. Now you're going up against a team. You know, you shouldn't have beat how many teams to get to this team. You did. I, I just don't strike you. He doesn't, Jimmy Butler doesn't strike me as the kind of dude who's going to go, yeah, but we shouldn't even have been there. He strikes me as the kind of dude that go, all right, two times in the last four years, I got to the finals. And two times in the last four years, I lost. Something's wrong here. And if it's not me, what is it? And if it is me, well, well then I'm going to really lose my mind. So I, I just, I think this is going to be very, very, very telling how this ends. You know what? Maybe Butler and Jokic, and it's been promoted like this, those two superstars. You've seen the graphics. You've seen, like, the cool photoshops they're putting on them of what it means, who's going to get the first one, Joker or Jimmy. Uh, a little cross-sport comparison, and older sports fans going to remember this moment. You can YouTube it. It's still out there. It's still pretty popular. Remember the moment, oh, boy, I want to say it's Super Bowl thirty-one where it's the Niners and the Chargers, that moment when Steve Young is on the sidelines and they actually, like, get this monkey off my back. There it is, right? Gets the monkey off his back because he wins the Super Bowl. It feels like, and I believe it is, the NBA, when it comes to winning a championship, defines a player's career more than any other sport. NFL fans are going to tell me, no, 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 guys, this guy, this guy, this We've seen in recent years veterans chase after championships. Remember, right? Odell Beckham Jr.'s got a championship. LaShawn McCoy's got two Super Bowls. There are other players who now you think about it like, oh, yeah, they but, you know, they weren't a quarterback. So more times you lean towards a quarterback. I bring that up because the NBA player who wins it tonight, let's say it's Jokic, I wish there was a moment like that on the stage where, like, they gave him a cape or they gave him a crown or a belt. You're like, you're now a superstar because you have won your first NBA championship. We really, truly view players differently in the NBA more than any other sport when they get that title. Remember two years ago with the Greek Freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo, people were like, yeah, he's good, but doesn't have a ring. And then he finally got one. Kawhi Leonard with the Raptors. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of weird. And, whoa, he got one with the Spurs. But, yeah, but he wasn't the star on the Spurs. But we won the finals MVP. Yeah, but it was Duncan's team. Oh, Wait a second. Maybe he is a star getting that second championship with Toronto. That's going to happen with Jokic tonight. If the Denver Nuggets win, everybody who's been saying, well, you know, he's a stat patter and maybe he wasn't an MVP, but he's not the most exciting player. He goes from really good player to in the conversation as one of the great players of all time. And it happens with just one championship. The way we view players with titles, the way we don't, the whole elevation, the cape, the crown, whatever we want to do, is more for the NBA than any other sport, unless you think it's another sport that championships defines legacies more. No, than I, a think, professional I think it's rank. the same for every sport. I really, I mean, every sport. It's you know, why are you here if you're not trying to win at all? I, I'm just, I'm sitting here trying to think. It's, is this gonna? I love drama. I'll admit it. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna watch uh, Stars on Mars. I don't love drama that much. Doesn't, it doesn't look bad though, right? It looks stupid. It looks completely ridiculous. Marshawn Lynch and Ronda Rousey are on it. Yeah. Stop it. Don't, don't, you're not going to watch, you're not going to watch it. Don't act like you're going to watch that it. That trailer was good though. No. <laughs> the promo you. wasn't good. Well, I, I thought I it was think good. It's already, I think there's already been an episode that aired. Did you watch it? I mean, I didn't see the date on the promo. <laughs> I mean, the highlights look good. All right. What's going to be said about Spolstra if they lose 4 1? Is he going to become the guy who can't win without LeBron? Is he going to become, is he going to become the guy who looks around the Miami Heat and goes, 
I keep getting our teams here, but you can't get me enough talent to win it. Because he's 0 for 3 after LeBron. Yeah, he is 0 for 3. Oh, boy. I would think he's put Miami in the best scenario every single time. I get what you're saying. So is saying, it him? Though. Does he get to look around? Does he get to look at old man Riley and everybody and go, hey, I need to be in the running for superstars because I'm a superstar and I want to win. He must just love it so much in Miami, and maybe that's it. He has trust in the organization. He has trust in the executives. He's happy where he is that they're going to let him stick around as long as he wants because he's so good. But if you're like Boston, why wouldn't you take a stab at it? Maybe he just doesn't want to leave. But like Boston, he, New York, whoever, yes. whoever it is. I mean, he's he's constantly in the finals. Hasn't won since LeBron. Hasn't won since LeBron left. Just gonna put it out there. We start some drama down in South Beach, baby. Come on now, <laughs> this is fun. And then we say all this, and then they win tonight. We're like, oh, maybe they can do it. I don't know. No, they better not. No winning for you, Miami. It's over. Too many injuries. No hero nonsense out of you, Tyler. None of it. I want it done. I want it over with. I want you I want you eliminated and exterminated. All right? I see what you did there. I got an appointment coming up on Wednesday with our friends over at US X-Pest Control. 8 o'clock, bright and early at LeVac. Making sure that everything goes well. And it already has. Like, I'm looking around thinking, like, I had a conversation with my wife Jordan the other day. She goes, you know, I'm starting to notice something about you. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, I know. I'm not, now I'm not sleeping well. I can shave and get a haircut. No, no, no. That the U.S. ex-pest control situation has worked for our home. I don't see any bugs around here. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I, I had a, a very similar situation. My daughter and her boyfriend had friends over for, like, a cookout. And everybody's, like, complaining about bugs out front, but not in the yard. And I'm like, well, you know why? U.S. ex-pest control. Like, I got that taken care of. That's, that's a me thing. I did that. You're welcome. You're welcome for living in my non-mosquito and tick-free environment, huh? <laughs> You're welcome, USX Pest. Free, free inspection. I come to the house, I go around, explain everything to you, let you know what they recommend. You go through the whole thing, and you're good to go. You're on your way. Uh, I have the non-chemical pest exclusion package, which used to be known as cat guarding, but it's been taken to that next level. And, of course, they sprayed the yard to keep the, the mosquitoes and everything out. It's been phenomenal. Can't recommend it enough. Make sure. That you get a hold of USX Pest Control. Schedule your free inspection today at usxpest.com. Oh yeah, a little energy. Oh, push the push the pace, if you will. Uh, it is time for uh, you know we just a couple things, just a couple things. I mean, we are going to do our play of the day. Uh, we are going to do some other stuff. It, it, I don't know the officially, but is I believe I believe Tyler Hero is going to play. Tonight, he said, I believe that's the belief. The belief is the belief that, that a hero could come along. Oh, I almost played that song, too. <laughs> I didn't know where it was. I'd like that song better. Oh, I should have played that. Oh, well. The uh, Not the only basketball playoff tonight, the finals, but also the Albany Patroons absolutely took the rogues behind the woodshed in their home court on Friday scoring like the highest in the history of playoffs for them for 134 points or whatever it was. So they can end it tonight, 7 o'clock. I've heard three different pronunciations of the city, the team that they're playing. I've heard Newfoundland Road. Newfoundland. I've heard Newfoundland. You know, put a little more on the A. And then I've heard Newfoundland. Newfoundland. John DeTulio. I heard that pronunciation on WGY this morning. Three different pronunciations. If you want to hear how it's correctly pronounced, maybe – 
Brian Mariano, Rich Becker, I believe, is on the call with him on TBL TV tonight. Those guys will tell you how they decided to pronounce the name tonight. When I was a younger man, guys, um, I was uh, fickle, we'll say. I was fickle when it came to females in my life, okay? And I remember at one point, um, I was, I was air quote, dating this lovely young lady. And my mother just kind of glanced as I was taking her out to lunch. My mother glanced and went, eh. And I came back, I said, that's kind of rude. You know, this is my girlfriend. And my mother looked me in the eye and said, I'll learn their names when they're going to be around for more than two weeks. <laughs> don't bother learning the Newfoundland rogues' names, okay? <laughs> okay. Just don't bother. As Mama Levesque would say, this is a one-night fling, my friend. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Time to, time to get the patroons marching on to the next round. Okay? I've, been, I've been fielding some calls today. Maybe if you've had to call in and be like, I knew it. That Levacan guys. It's Newfoundland. It's Newfoundland. Those dummies. They better have a good pick later too, or else. And JJ Watt too. Oh, you and JJ Watt. Like, what is? It is the. It is the worst one-sided rivalry in the history of mankind. Do you know there's some people listening right now that have no idea the JJ Watt me rivalry that's basically over at this point. Now he doesn't play anymore. It, it never it never started. Like you you were a D three offensive lineman at Hobart. He was a monster that went to Wisconsin and then like completely led his franchise to to goodness with a with, with a crappy front office and, and head coach and everything like that. You, you you don't have a rivalry. Here's the problem with Pizza Boy. All right. Pizza Boy is running around allegedly delivering these pizzas. And he could not wait to get on social media. Ugh, look at me, I'm lifting. Ugh. What was his old phrase? Wake up to greatness. Hashtag greatness. I don't even I, remember. It was so dumb. I don't either. I just used know that. to use it to go. Used to use it on the gym. Rise and grind. Rise and grind. Was that what it was? I don't know. It was dumb. Whatever it was, I can promise you that. And every day, need to tell us how hard he was working. What a loser. Yeah, they turned that into millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. You're just jealous. You freaky long arm people probably all like have some kind of weird rivalry. Us, us people with normal appendages would never understand. What people don't realize is that Gaz is built like um, like a like a mid thirties Johnny Bravo. So he's got the belly, but also the really long arms and really short legs. Like I think what I think like when he was being made, they were like, oh, his arms are too short, and they pulled on him and they pulled too far, but it like made his legs shrink. So, like, anybody who's got a big wingspan, I think Goss has a rivalry with. And J.J. Watt is the latest that he hates the most. And it's really sad because I, I, J.J. Watt's a heck of a guy. He's done good things. You know what? The Texans honoring, yeah, he's the greatest Texan of all time in the sense of that franchise, not the state. Andre Johnson was probably in that discussion at one point as the greatest Houston Texan of all time. Arian Foster's career was a little bit too short, but J.J. Watt's the greatest Houston Texan football player of all time. Okay, I'll give him that. Wow, look at you. Not We're a great, growing. Not, We're growing. Not a great list. Ask back to my body build, though. You know what's even odder about the long-armed thing? That occasionally, this is such an inside joke, I'll occasionally send you pictures of somebody we've worked with in the past who's called the consultant for sports radio who has really short arms. <laughs> Wait, our, our, oh, all right, I got it. I'm with you. All right. If you ever follow us on social yeah. media, there you go. So not only am I Well, that guy's built like a potato. <laughs> it's such a potato. That guy is—he's literally like he's a human potato. He's worked in this market. Yeah, he, he has worked here. People I probably know in him. this building. No, uh, I don't know about this building. Wherever, whatever was originally the building, 
Like, I, I don't know this building. I wasn't allowed here for a long time. I still am barely allowed here. I still don't have <laughs> access to internet or anything like that. Um, the point of me bringing him up was that if you have a quality in your body that you see the opposite of in other people, then you wonder, is it me or is it them? That's what I think I take away from those pictures. I don't know. Yeah, you completely went. I, are you drinking? Have you been drinking during today's show? You can tell me. I won't be mad at you. I'm delirious. I haven't yeah. slept. My voice is going. <laughs> you hate J.J. Watt so much that you stop making sense when his name comes up. He's going to be. When are you going to go in the Hobart Ring of Honor? Not anytime soon. There you go. <laughs> There you go. That's another score for, for maximum wattage, J.J. Watt. Um, LeVac and guys, Wednesday we're going to be live over at Mohawk Chevrolet uh, right up there on, um, uh, was it Route 67 off of Exit 12, I believe, in, in, in Boston Spa? Yes, and if those who haven't seen it yet, you're joining us late, please go to social media and check out LeVac's ride. ScarJo looking sweet. Yeah, Woo. picked her up this morning. It's funny. I This is how, this is how bad the communication is in my household. Um, I went this morning, I went early. I, it was, she wasn't quite ready yet. She was getting finished up. So they were like, you can hang out for another 40 minutes or whatever. I'm like, Tom, no, I'm out here. I got, I got stuff I got to do. I got to do my techie stuff. So I'm on my way home. My kid is up, is up there now getting her oil changed. So I'm texting her. I'm like, yeah, I couldn't pick the truck up yet. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, when are you supposed to pick the truck up? I was like, this morning. She goes, oh, that's weird. I'm here now. And like, that was the back and forth was like, what, why didn't you tell me? Um, so I, so I ended up going out and getting it. I'm ready to go. Very excited. Going to add a couple more little flares to the Black Widow Silverado on Wednesday when we're there. But right now, this is how I'm going to pay for those flares. The Chevy, the Mohawk Chevrolet play of the day. Find new roads to Car Bravo at Mohawk Chevy where they always go out of their way to please you. I would like you to go first because I'm wondering if your play is the same as my play tonight. No, because I can't see you laying nine. I don't think you have the the goonie goohoos to lay nine. Give me the nuggets with my nuggets to go ahead and lock this thing up. Let's hang the banners, start the band, blow up the confetti. Nuggets win it all. It's over tonight. Five-game series. Nuggets, I'll lay the nine. I told you I was taking Denver in five. The nine... I looked at the slate of Major League Baseball games, and we were about, what, 45 seconds before we came on the air, and I was thinking about it all day. I'm like, boy, there's not a lot here. And then I saw the number one more time. I saw nine. We will talk about this more in football season, but there are certain numbers that jump out to me. 48 and a half, double-digit favorite, and a home dog in a division. Those are some of my favorite plays in the NFL. A nine in basketball, I love it, LeVac, because no one's, oh, no, the Heat are going to keep it close. The Heat have been competitive in this series. Now the, yes, Denver closes it out tonight. Denver wins. Denver wins by more than nine. They win by double digits. They celebrate the championship. And I'll add a little bit more to that, too. There's another nine in there. 209 and a half I got for the over-under. Under. So Denver Under? Denver right. pulls out. They're going to be out by like 15, 17. They pull out the starters. They get the celebration from the crowd. Kola Jokic gets the standing ovation from Denver. They celebrate the championship. First the Avalanche, what, last year? Now the Nuggets, the Broncos not too far as well. The Rockies figure it out. Yes to the nine. Yes to Denver. Right. We have the same bet tonight. You're going under and the nine. All right, maybe I'll maybe I'll do a little little parlay as well. I don't know. Maybe I'll get into this. Maybe I'll play around a little bit. Ooh. I have. I will. Uh, I will say it. I'll do it. I'll knock on wood while I do it. 
I have not missed a finals bet yet. Never lost. Never lost this year. This year. Not never. This year. This My finals wagers. I've had the right side on every one of them. Even some of the stuff where I've done like like jokers, triple doubles, things like yeah. that. I've had the right ones every night. So I knew you were on a winning streak for the last two games. I knew you hit game three. I knew you hit pew, game four. Pew, pew. Game one and game two. Yeah. Pew, pew. Ooh. Pew, 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 pew. I'm like eight and oh in the finals. Pew pew. Go make it nine and oh. Pew pew. Tonight. Here we go. Uh, excited about it. thanks to our friends at uh, Mohawk Chevrolet for uh, for sponsoring the play of the day, even though it usually sucks, but lately I've been on a heater, so it's it's a little they're probably slightly proud to be a part of of this this jam at this moment. Speaking of Mohawk Chevrolet, we will be there this Wednesday. Make sure you come on by. With Car Bravo, you have that amazing ability to, you know, buy or sell your vehicle from just about anywhere in the world. And when you buy with Mohawk Chevrolet and Car Bravo, any make model, 126-point inspection, all these great things, you get the Mohawk Chevrolet family experience, and you can buy any, any kind of vehicle I mean, me, I'm all about the bow ties. You know what I'm saying? I get me a Silverado over here. Even the computer understood how great that was. <laughs> I, get me, I get me a Silverado Black Widow. I'm living the dream. I got nowhere else to look. I got nothing to look for. We'll, we'll search Car Bravo for a Camaro, though. I'm going to go ahead and do that. But, like, that's the thing is now you've got that amazing Mohawk Chevrolet experience, service, selection, sales. Everything is perfect. And now you can do it for any make, model, any brand, anything. It just doesn't get any better than that. So make sure you... Find new routes, Car Bravo, over to Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. Covino and Rich coming up next. Levesque, guys, back tomorrow starting at 3 right here on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980.